Welcome to Sound Off Queen, a podcast about life, love, and empowerment. We're your hosts, Jamie, Jenny, and Courtney. Are you ready, Queens? Let's do this. Listen in. Period. Let's Welcome back, Queens. Hey, Jenny and Courtney. Hey, Jamie. Hi. We are going to talk about something that I have a feeling is going to generate some good conversation with us, but I'm just going to sing just a tad bit for you. Friends, how many of us have them? Friends, the ones you can depend on. Friends. So our topic for today, if you guys haven't already noticed by our lovely singing, (laughs) is a queen collective sustaining real friendship. Mm. Wow. This is going to get really deep. All right, ladies. Let's speak on it. What is real? When it comes to friendship? When it comes to friendship, what is real? Uh, For me, it's just genuine people that you can have fun around. I think that's, for me, friendship is not that deep. It's just people that you can enjoy yourself around, be your real self around, and have fun with. Okay. For me, uh, I think real is... Yeah, being transparent. Okay. That's what I need. I need transparent. I need that I can, you can be my confidant. I feel comfortable enough with you. I'm very particular who I share with, mm-hmm. that I feel comfortable enough to share certain things or intimate things or things I want kept secret or just share and give. And I respect your feedback. That's to me is a real friend that I feel comfortable with. Nice. I like both of those. Mm-hmm. For me, <laughs> I think. It's authenticity. Mm -hmm. And I also think that it's huge to have a sense of understanding because I've learned that you're not going to be the same person that you were when you first started a friendship Mm -hmm. based on the journey that you go on, Mm -hmm. you know, especially depending upon how long the friendship is for. When you start a friendship to where it is currently, things change about a person. So you need to have someone who will be able to understand you through all of the phases of the of your lifespan that you go through. So I think that's to me what defines a real friend. Well, let me ask you a question about that. Okay. I I I, I want to say I get I get what you're saying, but let's say you have a great friend in elementary school or whatever. Yes. And it was great. Y'all loved each other, y'all were besties. And then because life happens, now you aren't necessarily friends anymore. Does that mean that that friendship at that time wasn't real because y'all didn't sustain it through that length of time? Or does it just mean it was real then, but it couldn't move forward? That is a great point. I think every journey has a season mm-hmm. of people who you will come in contact with. I don't think that you necessarily have to carry people along with you unless they are supposed to be with you in that journey. So your elementary school friend, best friend, real friend, whatever you want to call it, even your, what do you call those friends? Your make-believe friend that you had during that time. Your imaginary friend. Your imaginary friend. Oh my. That's for a season. (laughs) You know, like you needed that imaginary friend to carry you through a point of something that you were going through, just like with your elementary school friends, you know, maybe mm-hmm. they give gave you confidence to 
be more outspoken or whatever the case is. But I think that you have different seasons of friendships that you go through. For sure. So let me touch on, Jenny, the word you use, season. Because Mm -hmm. to me, that is a key point. Because mm-hmm. to me, a friend, and I'm really honestly trying to look up the definition of what Webster says is a friend. Okay. And it's a person whom one knows and with whom one has a bond of mutual affection, mm-hmm. typically exclusive of sexual or family relations. Mm-hmm. Because when I was thinking about when you said season, I'm thinking, when you say friend to me, is it a relationship? You know, you have relationships. Mm-hmm. We're, we're talking about our queen, you know, sisterhood right now. Mm-hmm. But in a sense, it's seasons. You have relationship and they're seasonal. Right. So is the friend part of the, is a relationship really? Right. Just like mm-hmm. the definition says, really. Right. So in that instance, it kind of caters to what Courtney is saying as well. You have that friend in elementary school, and if you can sustain, but then like you said, there's journeys in life that okay. sometimes you don't carry on to the next season of your life and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. So that is, it, that's just those deep. And then, and you know, if you want to go spiritually, sometimes it's just not meant to be just as in a relationship with, you know, your a significant other or something right. that it just wasn't meant to be. So, you know, if you can sustain then and healthy Mm-hmm. Even if it's some turbulence along the way, it I think that's the ones that you really go back and say is real. Right. Right. We would say agree. that's the real friendship, the ones that we have journeyed along through. And if you live long enough, I mean, some of us are a little older than others, but whatever your journey has been, if this person has been along with you, good, the good, and the bad, I would say that is a real friend. Absolutely. You know, we had a chance to poll our social media listeners and we thank our queens for responding because we had an all time high response. So this, again, generated a lot of conversation. Mm -hmm. And the question that was posed to them is what does it take to sustain a lifelong friendship? Mm -hmm. Some of the responses that we got was respect, communication, understanding, Honesty and vulnerability, acceptance and support. Mm -hmm. And the last respondent said consistency, but also open to transparency. Hmm. A lot of adjectives. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely a lot of adjectives. But I mean, when I think about sustaining lifelong friendships, you know, I'm going to take a moment to be a little transparent. Mm -hmm. You know, I start to then question myself as a friend. You know, I have very good girlfriends from all walks, elementary, high school, in college. And, you know, I then start to think about, are there friend categories? You have Mm -hmm. your best friends who these are the, the queens who you know that this is who you can go to. You can be your absolute vulnerable self with these people. Mm -hmm. Then you have your good girlfriends who, you know, you can call. They'll always be there. They're dependable, but you know, they're just very good girlfriends. You know, you guys have that circle Mm -hmm. and then you have, what's the next level? Maybe acquaintances maybe, or maybe just 
your friend. Oh yeah, that's my friend. You know, you know that person. Y'all, y'all have had some sort of connection at some point. May not have been strong, may not have been tangible, but you can say, hey, yeah, that's my friend. And then we have acquaintance. So then I start thinking about my friendships throughout the years. I'm like questioning myself and I'm like, okay, was I or am I a good friend? Is there some work that I need to do being a better friend to some of my queens that are out there and some of the relationships that no longer are as strong as they used to be? You know, so what do you guys think about that? I um, It's uh, interesting you said it because you use the word be yourself. So, and then and then again, when I relate back to the definition in Webster, what a friend is, the, the word friend really should be someone that there shouldn't be a casual friend. You know what I'm saying? I don't think we should label that person as a friend. Mm. You're just an associate. Once you put the mm-hmm. person in a friend category, mm-hmm. then that's a special place. Right. So I think that's what we use too loosely, the word friend. Mm. And and then we use the word be yourself. If if I if I have a friend, I should hopefully you became my friend because I am myself. Mm-hmm. True. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I yeah. think we're so busy thinking that we need to be connected to people, you know, through social media. We have this need to belong. Mm-hmm. I, on the other hand, am I don't know if, if in, in the words of friend, I don't know if I'm a great friend. Mm-hmm. But I am a dependable friend. If that makes mm. sense. I'm not. If, if you want to put categories in, do I call my best friend who I consider my best friend? Do I call every day? No. Do she call me every day? No. Mm-hmm. But when we do talk, it's hours. Mm-hmm. And if I have any type of event or anything, the first person I think of is her. So mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Am I a good friend? Do we mm-hmm. have a great friendship? And that I don't know. I don't know. If it's my personality, me being brought up without sisters. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. I just kind of don't. I'm not that typical person that sits on the phone for hours and talk. Not saying that she called and we don't. If we do communicate, we do. But I don't go out to do it. Not consciously. Mm-hmm. It's a subconscious. It's not just something I just think don't think about. And I don't know if that's yeah. good or bad. I don't think it's a bad thing. I think, like you said, it's about about being genuine with yourself and being being who you are. I have a friend and I do consider her a friend. And sometimes we would talk and I and she would say, oh, I text this person every day. And, you know, I, I see this person every weekend. And I'm like, I would think the same thing. Like, dang, are we really friends? Because we don't text every day. We don't talk every day. We don't see each other every weekend. But when we do talk, I know that there are things that she confides in me that she doesn't confide with her other in with her other friends. And she talks, she talks to them every day. Mm-hmm. And then she'll tell me, who she didn't speak to for months you're the first person that I'm telling this to right. and it's like wow. because we don't I think to me real friendship and if we're talking about sustaining a lifelong friendship you don't need to see that person every day you don't need to talk to them all of the time to be a good friend to them I think sometimes we get so caught up in you know especially with social media you know how often do we see each other am I all up and down their Instagram you know do, you know am I do people know that I'm their best friend and they're my best friend but really it's not necessary in my opinion and I don't think that that means you're inconsistent because I know that was one of the things that one of our listeners said was consistency mm-hmm. I don't think that because you don't talk to someone every day that you're inconsistent I think that 
consistency for me is more about how you treat the person. Right. So it's not that you need to speak to them all the time, but when you do speak to them, are you giving them good advice? Are you actually listening to them? Mm -hmm. Are you, you know, happy for them when they have achievements? Are you empathetic with them when they're going through something sad? Like, are you consistent on that level? Not necessarily Mm -hmm. do you talk to them all the time? Do you know what they have for lunch? Every No, I don't. I don't know what you have for lunch, but we're still friends. Yeah, right. That's a good point, Court. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was just gonna say, so I think if you question yourself based on that, I think you will feel like you come up short sometimes because yeah. I just know I'm not the type of person I have maybe one friend that I talk to all the time, but that's mainly because she initiates it. Wow. Um, okay, so if she didn't, you wouldn't talk to her then. Not all the time. Not mm-hmm. not as often as we do. I'm right. I, I'm more of a loner mm-hmm. in general. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I can go a long time without speaking to people. It's just my, it's just my personality. personality. That's what I'm saying. What is that? I don't know. And I even, I have a friend who I joke with sometimes and I'll tell her like, we're taking a friendship break this weekend. Cause she, we do text each other all the time, talk to each other a lot. And I'll be like, girl, I need a break. So Saturday, Sunday, don't contact me. Monday, we'll pick it back up. <laughs> Squirty, wait, is that the friend? <laughs> wait, is that really the friend that reaches out to you all the time? Uh-huh. The yeah. Friend. Okay. But you know, the thing that is commendable, though, is she respects that. She knows that about you. And that doesn't hinder your friendship. You know what I mean? That's you guys can be able to pick back up after. Okay, she's like, all right, Courtney needs her weekend break. Mm -hmm. All right, I'm gonna take a break. And I'll hit her up on Monday morning at 6am so that we can (laughs) finish our conversation. Yes. And I think that is for me, very important in a friendship is that sometimes you as a friend, you should be able to understand mm-hmm. where your friendship like mm-hmm. going back to Courtney's example where she says you know I'm taking that break so her friend is okay with her taking that break yeah are you willing to compromise with your friendship because maybe your friend isn't offering to you every or fulfilling every aspect of maybe being there for you maybe you have a friend that doesn't like to talk all the time so they're like all right are you forgiving of them because they won't talk to you all the time, but they're there to give you advice, they're dependable, or whatever the case is. Say, for instance, you have a friend that may not show up at your events all the time because of whatever. Mm-hmm. Are you going to still continue your friendship with that? Or are you going to cut off the friendship because of the fact that you feel that that person's not supportive of you. You know what I mean? I think that it's give and take. And, you know, you, depending upon where you are and how you feel about that person, to me, I think that should dictate how your friendship should continue on and not necessarily a person's actions, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like people are individuals first. And as individuals, we make mistakes, we go through things. And, you know, that in itself, when you have two individuals coming together, you have to compromise because you guys are not the same people, you know, and again, it goes back to are you willing to work with that person? Or did you even really value what you guys had in the first place? You know what I mean? See, I'm just picking up some words that you're saying, Jenny, like the word fulfillment. So do we, are we so into our own selves or like, I'm going to say me, Courtney and I, Mm -hmm. that because based on our personalities, that we don't need that 
friendship to be complete or Mm -hmm. is that something that we need through our day? So is that fair to interject a person at will when you need to? Mm. Is that? No, it isn't. You know, so that's, so then we're not being friends then, Courtney. I I disagree. And I'm going to tell you why. Okay. Because it's not that. It's not that if you, if, if you're my friend and you need me, I will be there for you. Mm-hmm. So it's not that I'm saying to my friend when she's having the hardest weekend of her life, don't talk to me this weekend. It's not that I'm saying to her, you know, I know you're going through something, but I need my me time. It's more so that because I feel like there is a compromise, I feel like when, and with good friendship. To me, you know when a person actually needs you and you know when you need to actually show up for a person. So I don't think, I don't know. I don't think it's that I'm only calling on calling upon them when I need them. Cause I do, I'll, I'll check in with my friends, you know, when, when I feel I want to as well. No. <laughs> but, 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 so wait a minute. So, I, so I'm not saying, I'm not saying you, cause what you have said previously, right. I'm just saying mentally and, my, and myself too. Am I interjecting the person only when I need the connection? You know what I mean? So I am I, am I dismissing? I'm dismissing the other person. So therefore, am I, is, do I consider that person a friend and does, and does she consider me a friend? Right. Because friendship really should be a mutual understanding mm-hmm. and, you know, a sisterhood. Mm-hmm. It really should be, it really should be, as I'm sitting here talking, it's like an epiphany that I'm really thinking it really should be more of a constant connection. Absolutely. I disagree. I disagree. Ah, because I feel like, here's why I disagree. I feel okay. like <laughs> two people, if you, if you have a friend who needs that constant recognition that needs that constant attention, then I feel like as a friend, if you are a real friend, you would know how to give that to that person. It's just like, to me, it's like with any relationship, you kind of can pick up on a person's needs. So it's when I say that I don't contact you all the time, if I felt that you needed that, if I felt that you were that type of person, I would, I would probably do it more, but I don't know. I I disagree. I think that the idea of us constantly talking is not friendship to me. It's not what you need. It's not what I need. And I don't think it's what they need. She need. Okay. Yeah. All right. I think me and my friend, best friend, if we don't verbally speak, Mm -hmm. we text, you know, maybe something that she's seen an article or something like that. Did you see this? Did you hear about that? Mm -hmm. But actual conversation, verbal conversation, those could be like three weeks to a month. Mm-hmm. So now I think Jenny has more of a network. Well, I'm we're gonna use the word friend. And again, yeah. see, I think the word friend is being used too loosely. We yeah. all, you know, we throw that word around. And now again, based on Webster, it really should be more of a sustainable stamp of of a relationship. Someone that you really value mm-hmm. and that yeah, versus yeah. For me, when I going into this episode, like thinking about it and just preparing for it, I'm going to be 100% transparent. To me, it really makes me evaluate my, my not value, but how I am with my friends being transparent. The journey that I took from being single to actually becoming married and becoming a mother Mm -hmm. was a 
turning point for me when it came to friendship, right? Jenny. Yeah. Are you one of those women who dumped all your friends when you got married? So I, I don't think that I, I dumped them necessarily because it wasn't a, a thing where I'm just like, oh, I'm not talking to you anymore. Or mm-hmm. like, you know what I mean? I think that what happened was with that transition point, mm-hmm. with me trying to get used to my new role as a wife, and then added onto that as a mother, mm-hmm. like it consumes you. Mm-hmm. And it's a balance, like with everything, you know what I mean? And I am being transparent. I am still on that journey trying to mm-hmm. work my way back to being a better friend to people who have been there to support me. You know, Mm -hmm. I have, like I said, a few friends that are surrounding me that have been there through those journeys and that I have not been the best to because of where I transitioned, Mm -hmm. that I lost perspective of friendships. And it could be a potential situation where those ties or those friendships are severed, you know what I mean? And it Mm -hmm. has dropped down to a a lower level. And that's something and then that's a consequence that I have to deal with. But you know, the way that I look at it is that I'm, I'm sure there are other women that go through that journey of trying to become adjusted to your new role of being a wife and a mother, and you lose perspective of yourself. That's Mm -hmm. one. Mm -hmm. And then when it comes to your friends, you're like so consumed with this new life that you're you're not really paying attention to what it is that you need as an individual and also the strength that you draw from your sisterhood because it's very important to have that sisterhood behind you when you wanna have some of those in-depth conversations or just talk about whatever it is, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And am I gonna lie to you? Do I miss those connections? Absolutely, you know? And um, again, it's, it's something that I see that I have to work on And um, I I just have some work to do on, you know, building relationships to where they need to be. And for those people to know genuinely that I support them. And, you know, yes, I went through this transition. Mm -hmm. And, you know, hopefully if they still feel that I was some value to them, that they would continue on with the relationship. You know what I mean? Yeah. But being, being a mom and a wife and you do have a young child, you do have it is easy to disconnect friends and sometimes I think it's just as just as human beings we just take certain not again it's not a conscious thing you know what I'm saying it's not like you say oh I'm not calling that person it's Uh just amazing how we just can go through our day to day Uh and we again we don't think of that if you think about the person I think you should just reach out to the person Right. I think that's what I'm going to move on through through to with 2020, 2021 <laughs> as as some honestly I'm going to be and, I, and she and I have said this before, we're gonna be more conscious of communicating more. Right. And I, I'm gonna I'm gonna do my best mm-hmm. to yeah. reach out to her more often and not take our friendship for granted and only see each other, you know, when there's something special like the Super Bowl going on or something like that, but I'm not having a party. But I'm just saying, you know. Yeah. I'm not going to, I'm, I'm going to be more conscious mm-hmm. of her. I'm going to ask her, Hey, how, how, what kind of friendship do you want? Yeah. You know, I'm going to have that conversation with her. So well, that's I'm a good, be transparent. That's, yeah. yeah. I think that's a good place to start too. I think, um, and maybe cause I haven't experienced going through being married and having children. I 
I get what y'all are saying when you say that you you have to transition into that new role. So I, I understand that. I do sometimes feel that people can make excuses. I'm not saying that that was the case. And like I said, maybe it's because I haven't gone through it, but I do sometimes feel that people can say like, you know, I got to focus on this right now. And not even with marriage and kids, like I got a new job. I can't talk to anybody. You know, I got to focus or, you know, I, they're just doing something else. So they lose track of their friendships. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that that can happen pretty often too. But I think for me, and maybe, maybe this is the wrong use of the word friend. I do think that there are certain friends that you have that aren't going to survive Mm -hmm. certain things. Like you were friends with this person who, you know, just for an example, if you were friends with somebody before you got married and y'all went out to the club every weekend, And that was your friendship. That was the basis of your friendship, right? That's how y'all hung out. That's how y'all communicated with each other. And now that you're married and you have a kid, you can't go to the club every weekend anymore. So it's like, why, why would you expect that friendship to sustain? And Mm -hmm. you know, you know what I mean? Like, I think that there are friends that are whole, like well-rounded friends that you have Mm -hmm. that you can take with you. But I do think that sometimes you are going to lose friends along the way. And I think that that's just a part of life. I just wanted just to say, I had a friend who left me mm-hmm. when I became a mother. Mm. I mean, just disappeared on me. Mm-hmm. And I mean, and she was my best friend then. I mean, we had been friends since teens. And she came back and said it was uncomfortable for her to be around me mm. now that I was a new mother because mm-hmm. that's the life she wanted. Mm. So, and we reconnected. Um, again, we reconnected and then disconnected again. Mm-hmm. And now I see her throughout her place of work. Mm-hmm. And, um, I, and me, my person, I'm kind of, I'm a safe, uh, safeguard my heart. Mm-hmm. I would always love her. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But there's been so many years that we're just in two different places now. Right. Yeah. And I don't know what our conversation would be like anymore. You right. know what I mean? So, but so I do me- miss her. I miss her as a friend. Let me ask you a question about that. Do you think that she made the right decision by backing away from you if she felt like she was going to be envious of you? Um, I understood that part, but then it went on to, uh, I don't want to judge her, but it's, she she made a decision. I think that if she probably looked back at it herself, although, you know, life is life, that she would probably say, if I could have done it, I would have done it differently mm-hmm. because the outcome now, and I tried to tell her not to do it. Mm-hmm. And that's one reason why we stopped being friends. And um, I think if she, I think if she would look back at it, she she might want to say, you told me so. But I think and I know consciously she's probably saying oh, she told me not to do this. Mm-hmm. And now that has ended the relationship that she had has ended. And I mm-hmm. told her, I don't think it's a good idea to do that. But, yeah. you know, I still love her. She never again. If she needed me or anything, I'm there for her. Yeah. Yeah. That's so. good. I mean, yeah. I- I think it's amazing, though, to see women that have relationships that have withstood like everything. We did, again, another poll through social media. And the question that we asked was, what was the longest withstanding relationship that you had or friendship that you've had? Mm -hmm. And we had about 10 listeners respond. And from those 10 listeners Six of them actually responded that the longest relationship or friendship that they have with standing is from elementary or below. Okay. 
Um, we had three that said their longest was middle school. Mm-hmm. And then we had one respondent that said it was college or beyond. I think it's a beautiful thing to see elementary friendships play out. Going back to what I said earlier, is that you're going through so many different journeys. Mm-hmm. You think of as a teeny, teeny totter to where you are currently, you know, as a 30 or 20 some odd year old. And you were able to sustain all those different events that may have occurred in your lifetime. Mm -hmm. And through all of that, you guys still remain friends. To me, that shows a sense of someone really tangibly having a connection to you. And you were able to just keep that relationship alive. You know what I mean? And I think that's a beautiful thing to see. I think it's beautiful, but I also want to note that I think a lot of times people give up on creating friendships after after a certain age Mm. because they feel like, oh, if I haven't known you since elementary or middle school, then I might as well just give up or whatever. Um, But I do think that you can create real friendships in adulthood. Absolutely. Um, I think it probably takes a little bit more work to create and find those friendships. But if you don't have a friend from elementary school, I don't think you should feel bad. I don't think you should start hunting down people from third grade to find (laughs) them and be like, let's be friends again. You remember me? Courtney. (laughs) You know, it's it's funny you say, because I do have friendships because Um, I lived in a different state, um, Mm -hmm. a part of my childhood. So I have friends from my parents' hometown Mm -hmm. that I would still say, and when I go to visit that we're front, you know, we reconnect, but we don't connect long distance. You know what I'm saying? But she, I have a couple of friends um, in other states that I would consider still dear, just heartfelt friends. Yeah. Yeah. I think childhood, childhood friends. Mm-hmm. This is going to be controversial, but I'm going to say it. Oh, here we go. Courtney. If all of your friends are from elementary school, mm-hmm. I think there's something wrong with you. That you haven't evolved. That you, you haven't have, evolved. That growth. Yeah, there yeah, should be some you, growth. If you and your friends, if your yeah. whole group of friends, you've known each other since elementary school, yeah. and there's no. And, and uh, yeah, you're an adult now, and you. Yeah. It's like, yeah, where's the growth? Where's the yeah. elevation? Where's the. Yeah, that's, that's true. funny. I do have friends from elementary, uh, early adulthood, and then I would say womanhood. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I would say that. Yeah. yeah. That's a good point. That's, that's a valid point for it. You know, I know. Somebody's really mad at you. Because some people are, they do safeguard that that net. Yeah. Oh, I'm not letting anyone in. Oh, yeah. And that might be an insecurity. Yeah. True. True. Okay. Wait, it could point. show that you, you know, maybe you're not Stuck. only are you afraid of losing friendships, but are you afraid of growing in your life in other directions? Have true. you not, you know, gone out and figured out what your life path should be? Because I think on that journey of you creating a, a life for yourself, you, you are going to make friends along the way. You are. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. That's just my little shady two cents no but you, you should have connected so were you not approachable mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying consciously that you allowed someone else in yeah yeah because you thought because i know some people that their best friend this is another thing that women who have sisters need to watch out for mm-hmm. that they become each other's best friends mm-hmm. and what about that dynamic because i think that's unhealthy meaning your sister is your best friend yeah, that's it. That's, that's our net. You know, that's our net. That's our cluster. And you think all we, all I need is them. Yeah. And you know, 
That's I think true. for me, it's the same with the elementary school. And this is kind yeah. of what I think about it. I think it's a lot of times when you've known people your whole life or since childhood, they're more accepting of your bad point. behavior. Right. Mm-hmm. Or this is just my opinion. And so when you meet somebody as an adult and you don't know how to speak kindly to people and you don't know how to show up for people, the people that you've been friends with since sixth grade or your sister that you've known your whole life, they can't necess- they're not going to necessarily get rid of Judge you because you. you weren't a good friend. But somebody who you didn't treat nicely and you met them when you were 25, they're going to get rid of you. They're right. going to be like, mm, I don't got time for that. Right. So I think sometimes those, and I'm not saying don't have lifelong friendships, but I'm saying sometimes those friendships that are out of that long, that length of time is just friendships out of convenience. They're not even real. Wow. Like, you know, that's just yeah. my opinion. I like that, Courtney, because it shows again, like you said, growth. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it, to me, it would make you a better person mm-hmm. if you've managed to find someone that connects with you, yeah. that you consider, you make them a friend or you make each other friends. Mm-hmm. As you said, use the word Jenny, journey, as your journey, journey through life, right? that you have someone that you can depend on. Isn't that what the friendship is supposed to be about? Right. It's like family is someone that I can go to and uphold, you uphold me, I uphold you through the good and the bad. Right. You know, we laugh and yeah, and, and it's now a campaign of love. You know, everywhere you see, you see hearts mm-hmm. and the word love. But right. that's what it's all about. It's just loving each other. Yeah. You know, through the good and the bad. Mm-hmm. I'll give two examples, maybe three from social media and people who I've spoken oh. to about friendships. Okay. So with this particular listener, I should say Black Martha, she said that the reason why her friendship withstood elementary is like romantic relationships, your friends should be fluent in your love language too. I think that just focusing on common similarities in general doesn't often equate to genuine friendships. When I think back to all of my favorite friends from kindergarten to now, it's the ones who understood and spoke my language who are unforgettable. Wow, Courtney. Now that speaks volumes of what you just said. Wow, but how, I don't know how old the person is, but yeah. But she did say from kindergarten through now, so she has maybe she's not made, saying just kindergarten, right? Yeah, right. Just, yeah. But that's valid. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then we have this other listener, Sweet Grits Jones. She Grits. said, <laughs> "Well, when it comes to her friendship, we've both grown with the relationship. I don't think I don't take things personally." It's okay to have lives, children, husbands, and households to care for. So I can't think that I am her priority. That's where the understanding comes into play. And communication is saying that you're not going to be able to speak to that person at that time. All them basically going back and forth and not being able to, you know, talk to each other within the time frame or kind of nagging at each other isn't what's going to make the relationship work. Mm-hmm. It's being able to communicate with each other once maybe you've had that long-term cutoff and being able to pick up right where you left off from. That's what having her true lifelong elementary friendship means to her. So, you know, it's, it's a valid point. It's like, think about it. You establish a friendship based on probably where you're meeting where you meet each other on common ground, mm-hmm. right? Wouldn't that be the main point? And then, like you said, how do we, do we sustain past that season? 
yeah. or that time was yeah. the difference of what we consider maybe a real friend. Right. Right. And I think what she said about not not thinking that you're that person's only priority Party. is important <laughs> too. Because you know, when you are in elementary school, you don't have nothing else to do but be friends with people. Right. Right. right that's true yeah what is it to talk about yeah you know, being so simple. yeah once you grow up of course that person is going to have different priorities and mm-hmm. I think that makes a lot of sense to say you know I, we're still friends but I know that you've got a life outside of me mm-hmm. is, is important too yeah because you know how when people start getting married remember that whole dynamic mm-hmm. you have the the friend from elementary school Mm-hmm. And now you've evolved into different friendships, right? Mm-hmm. Now you have the best friend from college or maybe mm-hmm. the best friend, your coworker, best friend. Mm-hmm. And now there's this uh, dance. Who's going to be my what? My maid, maid of, of honor. honor. Yeah. Or, and then matron of honor depends on who's married, right? Yeah. Oh, Jenny, we've touched a nerve. <laughs> I mean, it was, I mean, it was really easy for me because she okay. was my best friend friend like Mm -hmm. so I had childhood friends I had college friends and something that I struggled with is also bringing all those friends together Mm. and making them blend and making them mesh I think that is something too that again because of your journey they all see you in a different light in a different walk Mm. so the goofiness that I may have I had when I was in elementary has now transpired in high school with my friends where I'm a little more mature and you know I'm all that or whatever the case is <laughs> and then college you know I was just studious and handling my thing but I was also partying so I had to combine all these friends together but essentially for my wedding my best friend was my maid of honor so you know I didn't have any problems with that I did get some backlash from others but you know it it was at the time, what it was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I think that what stood out to me with that particular comment from Sweet Grits is the compromise and not knowing that um, that person has to be my priority. I think that's a big thing for me, again, because I talk about the fact that I went through marriage and having children. And I'm not sure that we are always as forgiving to our friends when they're going through a journey. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Sometimes you have to be forgiving of that person and understand that they are going through something, but that doesn't mean that they love you any less Mm -hmm. or that they're not there to support you because yes, I may be being a wife or a mother, but if you called me and said, Jenny, I need you to talk to me right now because this is going on. I'm going to drop whatever is going on and I'm going to put you as a priority. You know what I mean? Sometimes you need to be snapped out of it, of your mundane day-to-day and handling your your business of your household to be able to transition back into being a friend. And sometimes we have to work with each other and help that person through because not everybody knows how to manage it all. You know, there's no manual on telling you how to be a wife and how to be a best friend. Mm -hmm. You know, it's all trial and error and how you guys work together to get through that journey. Mm -hmm. So... It's so that brings up a question that I have. Mm-hmm. When do you think that there are times where you should like let a friendship go? <gasps> Absolutely. I was, to, I was going to touch. I just want to just piggyback on one little thing about 
the the wedding. Mm-hmm. Now, I luck, luckily that my oldest elementary friend was married. So I was able to make her my maid of honor. Mm-hmm. And then my <laughs> current best friend was my maid of honor. But problem I, solved. Problem solved. But I can understand that dynamic onto a friendship that, and I, you know what, it's amazing how this conversation is just honestly, again, like I said, epiphany, that I am a person that um, if you keep telling me that you're having the same problem, say in a relationship with, you know, with a male, Mm-hmm. And I'm not gonna say hitting you, but if you keep having the same problem, you just keep enduring this pain. I'm just not the kind of person that you can keep coming to saying, he did this again, he did this again. I checked out, right? <laughs> I really did. And I honestly tried to reconnect with that person and they have dismissed me. Mm-hmm. And I and I honestly and I and honestly, when as soon as you said, I was thinking about the two things my wedding and this relationship. Mm-hmm. And I wish that I would love to know how she's doing now and her daughter's doing now, but I, I did mess that up. Well, you have the ability to reconnect, you know, maybe, well, sometimes the other thing too, is you have to let things just be. Yeah, and yeah. who knows, maybe later down the road, you know, when it's fitting or if it is made for you to have that friendship or y'all to rekindle, then it will happen. So you can't yeah. force it. It has to be on both sides, period. Yeah. Yeah. Because she's went through a lot personally that I heard about. She's also both parents too. And I just wanted, you know, to be there for her. But I messed that up some years ago. So she probably yeah. don't trust me any longer. I mean, you know, it's part of the whole journey of being an individual. You know, there are going to mm-hmm. be some things that you fall or you fail at and then mm-hmm. some things that you do really well. But it's still a journey that you have to learn when you're going through your walk as being a queen. You know, mm-hmm. there's so many aspects <laughs> to being a queen or a woman that you have to learn. And again, we're not perfect people. So we have mm-hmm. to learn things about ourselves and make ourselves uncomfortable and do the work to get us to where we need to be. So, you know, yeah, wouldn't be. Jenny. Yeah. So I there was give myself. Yes, you should. You have to like court always says you have to give yourself grace. grace. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank say you. that girl. Say that. We have one other listener. She'd say the most important thing that allowed her elementary school relationship to withstand was communication being there and showing up for each other's major milestones and supporting one another through good times and bad also giving the person room to grow when you are friends that young you have to go through many changes and seasons by adulthood so just embracing the person and their experiences and not judging but still not forgetting where you both came from and that response for us from Erin. I like that response. Yeah. Uh, I think she kind of answered my question about having friends since elementary school too, like giving people giving people that space to grow mm-hmm. um, is is important to maintain those friendships for that long. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that now as we've had some conversations surrounding being friends and what it takes to have real friendships. You could be like me and you can say to yourself, hey, I think I have some work to do when it comes to fixing, establishing, or, you know, maybe just checking in with some of those friends who I've lost along the way. Or you could be like Courtney who, you know, let it flow, let it flow. (laughs) 
when you're when, when when they need to see you and when you need to see them, it'll happen. It'll happen naturally. I, I just, it's, it's important to be, uh, you know, like I said, your authentic self. I just think you just need to be real. But if the person needs a little more from you, mm-hmm. just you know, give that person a little bit, but still being yourself that you're not unco- starting to resent the friendship, you know. Right. Like you said, and like you said, Courtney, that's so healthy. But like you said, you tell your friends, hey, it's no friend weekend, yeah. no texting. I need some space. Yeah. And, uh, and that's a great friend that she understands. Like you said, she understands you, who you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. with the next coming week, take some time. Let's evaluate some of those friendships that we have. Yeah. Are yes. they things that we need to work on? Are yes. they things to thank your friend for? Because you've noticed that you've been that leech friend or are there times where you just need to say, you know what, girl, I love you. We have a great sisterhood. Mm -hmm. Take those times, reflect on what you have and know that again, everything and every relationship has a season and you continue on with your journey for that. So queen, thank you for listening in. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the great conversation. And feel free to leave us some comments, feedback in reference to your friendships, how you sustain them, how you are just loving your girlfriend. Shout them out. Bye. Bye. Bye.